Hi guys, welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. We are starting off with our first 25 Days of Eve episode. And I'm so, so excited for this little series that we have going on. In case you are new here, I'll do an introduction on who I am and also what 25 Days of Eve is. So my name is Olivia Eve, and I have this podcast, obviously, that you're listening to right now called For You From Eve, where I basically talk all things wellness, lifestyle, health, kind of just everything to make you become the better version of your yesterday self. And I have amazing guests on that talk about their wellness and health journeys. And I also record a lot of solo episodes where you guys send in advice that you want, you direct message me, and you kind of just ask me for help on a certain situation that you're having in life or a certain topic that you kind of need guidance on. And I get on the mic and I record an episode for every single Friday. I put up a For You Friday episode where I just sit down and I go through your questions and I answer them through my personal opinion and personal experience, things I've seen. And you guys seem to really love For You Friday solo episodes. So what I decided to do was start this series. And in the title, you'll see it says Evemas because it's just shorter than 25 Days of Eve. And that was also a really cute idea name that I found in my DMs that you guys sent. But yeah, 25 Days of Eve or Evemas is basically just going to be me recording and uploading a podcast every single day leading up to Christmas, which you're probably like, girl, are you insane? But I know it's like really crazy and it's a lot that I'm committing to, but I'm also super transparent with you guys where I don't feel a ton of pressure and I'm like, oh my God, I have to get an episode up every single day because at the end of the day, I'm a human. I'm not a robot that's going to generate content automatically. It's something that I have to put work into. So if one day I'm not feeling it, I'm going to tell you guys that and I'm going to be transparent with you guys about it. But as of right now, I'm super motivated for this, super, super excited and I'm just, I'm so excited to kind of do this series with you guys. I have so many topics written out that you guys asked me to talk about. And I'm just, I'm so excited to kind of do this episode and this whole series in general. So yeah, every single day leading up to Christmas, if you guys watch Vlogmas on YouTube, which is one of my favorite series that YouTube has with vloggers, because I love just watching people do their day-to-day things like going to the gym and cooking this and cooking that and just running errands. And that sounds probably so boring to most people. But for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, that seems so fun, et cetera, et cetera. So I really love watching things like that um, during Vlogmas. So I'm super excited for Vlogmas to start. And I was like, I'm so excited to listen to like watch people do Vlogmas. So why don't I create something where people can be excited for me to kind of do like a Eve Miss. The other name suggestions were like Pod Miss, which is obviously still super cute. But 25 Days of Eve was definitely my favorite. It's just like super long to put in the title. So that's why I was like, all right, let me just make it Eve Miss. It'll be shorter. I can fit the topic in of what we're talking about and it'll work out perfectly. So in today's video, um, wow, I'm so used to watching YouTube. I'm like, in today's video, but no, in today's podcast, So I've actually decided to start this series off with an assumptions about me on Instagram. So basically what I did was I posted on Instagram about two days ago and I said, tell me some assumptions you have about me. When you look at my page or you look at my TikTok or you listen to my podcasts, what are some things that you assume about me and you just think like, oh yeah, Olivia is definitely this or definitely that. And I feel like I haven't gone through many of them yet. I went through like a few in the beginning. 
but I'm excited to kind of go through and see what you guys said about me and just tell you if they're correct. Okay, so the first assumption that I got is you are the oldest sibling, which is true. I am the oldest sibling. I have two younger siblings. I have a brother who is two years younger than me and then a sister who is seven years younger than me. So yes, I am the oldest. I'm 21 years old. The next assumption I got is you have your stuff together. And I honestly got this a lot where people were like, you get it done. Like you have it all together, but honestly, not at all. And I think most of me does in the sense of I know who I want to be and what I want to do and everything. But I feel like when I think of someone who has it all together, no, honestly, I would say I do. But the thing is, is when I feel like when people say that, like, oh, that girl has her, you know, she has it together. I feel like people assume that means that there's no bad days or that there's no down moments or, you know, anything like that. I woke up this morning and I missed my 8 a.m. class because I slept too late last night and then I slept in. And sometimes in my sleep, this is something really bad that I've been doing, is in my sleep and I can't control it because it happens in my sleep is I'll shut off my alarm in the middle of me sleeping. So when my alarm goes off at 6.30, when I wake up, I like will reach over and shut my alarm off and go back to sleep without me even like knowing it because I haven't fully woken up yet. So that's something really, really bad that I've been doing recently, obviously not on purpose, but I missed my 8am class because of that. And I totally forgot to do one of my assignments that was due today. So in some aspects, I have it together in the sense of my fitness life. I would say I quote unquote have it together because I do definitely work out regularly and know what workouts I like. I would say with my podcast, it's definitely not at the biggest, it's not the biggest podcast in the world, but it's definitely something where I know where I want it to go type of thing. So I feel like in some aspects of my life, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I have this kind of figured out. But at the same time, there are so many things in my life where I'm like, I don't know what I want to do here. Like for example, in the summer, in the summer for my internships, I'm like, I don't know where I want to do my internship. Do I want to do an internship abroad? Do I want to be in New York? Do I want to be in London? I'm really just trying to explore all my options that I have right now and just work on inter like internship application processes. And I will do a whole episode on internships because a lot of you guys actually ask me to do that. And you're like, I want to hear more about internships and how to get one, what to do and everything. So I definitely would do a whole episode on that. But I think in some aspects I have it together, but it kind of just depends on how you define having it together, if that makes sense. So I would say for the most part, yes, but there are definitely different things in my life where I kind of need to work a little bit harder. For example, school. The next question I got is you are super organized. I'm definitely super organized. Um, My room is a lot messier than I think most people would think. Sometimes, like most of the time, 90 to 95% of the time, it's clean. My bed is made. My closet's organized. The clothes are where they should be and everything's super clean. But sometimes my room is messy and it's kind of not messy, but it's a few things are maybe not hanging in the right space or I have a few bags on the floor of my closet that shouldn't be there. Or, you know, right now my office is a little bit messy. I have post-it notes all over my desk and my, you know, notebooks are open all over the place. So I think that I am definitely organized for like 95% of the time, but sometimes my room is super messy, but it's kind of okay because it's like, now it just gives me an excuse to clean it, which I love. I love cleaning and organizing. So now that I have that 
kind of part where it's like, okay, yeah, it's messy right now, but it's going to get clean and it's going to be fun to clean. Like even right now, yes, my office is messy, but I'm like, after I'm done recording this podcast episode, I'm going to clean it all up. So I would say I'm definitely organized, but not as organized as you guys probably think. I also think when I get my own place, it's going to be way more organized and it's going to be like kind of a reset you know, hopefully I get my own place in the next few years, but it's like, I think that will be a whole new reset and everything will be mine. So it's like, everything will have a place and everything. And I think that's like the most fun part of moving out on your own is everything's going to be yours and be in your own place and exactly how you want it. The next assumption I got is you have a 10 year plan. I definitely don't. I think this is funny because it's like my friends kind of will make fun of me sometimes and be like, you probably have your next five years planned out, your next 10 years planned out. I don't have a five-year or a 10-year plan even. I feel like I used to be more, I want to do this, this, this. I have goals for 10 years. Like in 10 years, I'll be 31. I would hope to be married and start my own family and you know, have this podcast and have my own brand. Like there are things that I hope to have and hope to be by the time I'm 31 and 10 years from now and in five years from now when I'm 26. But there's not a specific, I need to do this, then this, then this, because I think that when we set specific plans, maybe for some people it works. For me, it's going to drive me crazy. It's like, yes, I have a Google calendar and I like to list out everything I'm doing for the month. Like I have this event and this event, I'm babysitting this day, but that's because it helps me get everything done that I need to get done and prioritize my days. So for example, when I have to prioritize my part-time job, my podcast, you know, my full-time podcast, my part-time job, going to school full-time, being full-time student, you know, working with social media, TikTok, Amazon, Instagram, Snapchat, all these things. Like when I have to prioritize that, it's like, you kind of have to make you have to plan it out because I have so many things going on at once. Like sometimes I babysit, sometimes I have this birthday, sometimes I have to apply to this internship or, you know, make this appointment for the chiropractor, the dermatologist. Like there are so many things that I have to get done that it's like if I don't plan out my weeks or plan out my months or my days, I will not get everything done. And I'm not going to lie, these past two weeks, I have not been planning out the way I should be. And that's why I missed my 8 a.m. this morning. And that's why I missed my assignment today because I didn't plan out my time like I should have and like I normally do. But I think that because I'm aware of the fact that I have to be that person that plans things out to get everything done, I think it's okay because there's so many different things going on in my life and so many different projects that I'm working on. And I don't want to kind of lower my potential just to make time for it. It's like I can make time for it and I can prioritize it as long as I plan it out. The next question or assumption that I got is you're very good at time management. Um, yeah, I honestly, I would say I'm very good at time management. I'm very good at, like I said, planning and organizing and everything. My last episode, was it my last? No, like I think two episodes ago where I talked about getting your life together. I talked all about organizing and how I use Google calendar and a physical planner and everything. I think that's what really helps my time management. So I highly, highly recommend using something like that for time management, I feel like it's the way you're going to be productive and the way you're going to get everything done and be able to kind of prioritize your time best. So I say I'm pretty good. I think I'm I'm pretty good at time management. The only thing I'm not good with with time is my sleeping schedule and my bedtime routines. That's something I get super lazy about sometimes and definitely something I need to fix. The next assumption I got is you've had a bad relationship with food and this is why you are into wellness. And this is um, a trigger warning, just a trigger warning about 
eating habits, if you're sensitive about this topic, please skip forward about three minutes because I don't want to, you know, make anyone feel super sensitive right now. So just fast forward about three to five minutes. Um, I've definitely not had the healthiest relationship with food, but I wouldn't say I was diagnosed with a type of ED or anything like that. And that's, I wouldn't say that's why I started my wellness journey. When I say I've had an unhealthy relationship with food, I think that I feared food for a little bit and feared what food was going to do to my body or to my skin, how it was going to make me feel and how it was going to make me look. So I wouldn't say I had a diagnosed problem when it came to food. And the reason I'm answering this question is because I know that a lot of guests that I've had on and a lot of people that I've talked to, that is why their wellness and health journeys start. It's because they kind of had a really deep dip into a negative outlook on food and fitness. And they're like, I need to get it together. So I'm going to go zero to 100 and I'm going to go into this great health wellness journey. And it really works out for them. I do think my unhealthy relationship with food stemmed from my acne because eating dairy, eating meat, eating gluten, eating all these things, I think because I feel like that's what makes me break out, it made me a little bit hesitant to eat certain things or seeing how easily my stomach would gain weight. I definitely think had an effect on the way that I was eating, but I definitely wouldn't say that I was super strict with food. You know, I think like sometimes I would overthink it and sometimes I would think about it in an unhealthy way, but overall I was pretty decent with the way that I ate and and everything like that. So, I wouldn't say I technically had an unhealthy relationship with food. I would say it wasn't the healthiest, but I think it's progressing and it's getting better. And even right now, I'm the type of person where if I'm stressed out, I don't eat. I know for other people, it's the other way around where when they are stressed out, they eat. For me, if I'm stressed out, I don't have an appetite and I can't eat. So with midterms going on and finals coming up and obviously doing all, trying to do a million things at once, it can be a little bit stressful. And I think that's why I haven't had as much of an appetite recently. And, you know, things go on in your personal life too. And it's like a lot of stresses build up on you. So that's why I haven't really had a huge appetite for food, but that's something that I realize. Like I realize and I can look at myself and be like, you're not eating the way you should be eating. Like you need to get it together and you need to get back on a healthy track because you don't want to damage your body. You want to grow yourself and you want to become the best version of yourself possible. So you need to just train yourself to expand your appetite and expand your stomach and just, you know, learn to love food again and appreciate what it does for you. So I definitely would say I haven't had the healthiest relationship with food, but I wouldn't diagnose it as anything too serious. The next assumption I got is you're an introvert. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly, yes and no, it depends on the day. I never used to be like in high school. I was not introverted at all. Like I wanted to be everywhere all the time with everyone that I knew. Like I always wanted to be out and just like making new friends and everything. And then when I entered college, I became a lot more introverted where I kind of just wanted to be independent on on my own. And that's why I also wanted to go to a city school was because I was like, I feel like I could be more independent here than I could be at a state school where I know a lot of people and I just wanted to be on my own. And so I became more introverted once I turned like 19, 20. And I feel like right now I'm in the middle I think right before COVID hit, like that whole first six or seven months before COVID, you know, when we were in quarantine, I was super introverted and I did not want to talk to anyone about anything. I didn't want to make new friends. I was, I was going to school in New York and I was commuting. So I didn't really have too many friends there. And literally I would go a full day without even 
speaking a word because I'd be in classes all day and I wouldn't know anyone. And I would go full day without even speaking, which is like kind of a scary thought. And it's like, that's actually really sad. And I didn't mind it. And I kind of liked it at the time because I was introverted and I enjoyed being alone. And then when quarantine hit, I had to be alone all the time. And it kind of made me realize, okay, I have to work on this relationship with myself. I have to enjoy being with myself. And then when quarantine ended, I was like, I just want to see people. I just want to start hanging out with people again and making new friends. So I went through different phases with being introverted and extroverted. So I would say I'm kind of both. It really depends on the week or on the day. In the summertime, I was going out a lot more on the weekends and always wanting to go out and party. Not crazy. I'll always choose a night in rather than a night out like 98% of the time. But sometimes it is nice. Like I have a few things coming up this winter when it comes to holiday parties and birthday parties. And I'm really excited for them because I'm excited to go out and get ready and experience that again because I feel like we don't get it as much. And I think a lot of us are like that after quarantine because we missed it a lot. So I would say I'm both. I It depends who I'm with too. If I'm going into a situation alone, I'm a little bit more introverted and a little bit more quiet and to myself and not showing my full personality, but it, over time it will start to show. However, if I'm going into something with my boyfriend or with a really good friend, I will be my full self as soon as I walk in. So if I'm going into a party alone, which I don't know why I would do that, but let's say I was, I would be super closed off and shy and I would try to meet new people, but I wouldn't show my full personality. But if I was walking into a party with my best friend, I would be my full self and full personality, no limits, no quieting myself down, nothing. So it really just depends on the situation on whether I'm introverted or extroverted. The next thing I caught is you're a very, very kind person and a good person to be around. Thank you so much. That's actually really, really nice. I would say, I, I mean, I think I'm nice. I don't, I wouldn't say that I mean, I think I'm nicer now than I used to be. I feel like when I was in high school, I was a little bit meaner because I was more insecure with who I was. And I think at this point in my life, I'm a lot more secure and confident in who I am and what I bring to the table and my potential and what I'm worth and my self-value. So because I am confident in who I am, I come off nicer and kinder because I want everyone else around me to succeed and I want everyone else around me to be confident and to be secure in who they are. Whereas when I was insecure, I just wanted to people bring people down with me. So I would definitely say I'm nicer now than I used to be. I like to think I'm a good person. I think everyone wants to think they're a good person because why would we want to be known as a bad person? But I definitely think I have a lot of room to grow and a lot of potential ahead of me. The next thing that I got is you were super independent in high school and still are. I was not independent in high school. Honestly, I think I was more independent than a few people around me. But in high school, I feel like I was super dependent on the people I went to school with because I didn't want to be alone. I stayed friends with people that I didn't even really want to stay friends with just because I didn't want to go to prom alone or prom weekend alone or sit at the lunch cafeteria alone. And even though it made me super unhappy, it didn't matter because I was like, at least I don't look lame. At least I don't look like I'm just a loner. You know, at least I have people around me and people still think I'm somewhat popular. But now that I'm in college, I definitely think I'm super, super independent. I 
feel like I can have so much fun by myself and get so much done on my own. And in high school, I used to bring someone with me no matter what I did. If I was taking a nap, if I was going to the grocery store, I always brought someone with me, not even because I was scared to be alone, but because I just didn't like being alone. And now I'm at a point where I love doing everything alone. And I think it's just a part of growing up because when you're in high school, most high schoolers aren't working. Like for me, I played sports. So I was always around people all day throughout like classes. I was with people. Then after school, I was with people for games. So I was always around people when I was in high school, never really had alone time. And then in college, when you're kind of working your own job and you're going to school on your own and you kind of just have to go to the gym alone, if you're not playing a sport, you have more time and space and room to be independent. And I think that's just what happened to me. The next assumption that I got is you are in a long-term relationship. I am in a long-term relationship. I have been with my boyfriend for a little bit over three years now. And yeah, I mean, I don't, that's, <laughs> that's all I really have to say about it. I'm very blessed to be in the relationship that I'm in. And yeah, I am in a long-term relationship. So that is correct. The last thing that I'm going to do a response about is you have a small group of friends. For sure. I am a quality over quantity person, whereas before, more when I was in high school, I was a quantity over quality person where I just wanted more and more friends. I wanted more people to know me, wanted more people to talk to and hang out with and go to parties with. Whereas when I went to college, I completely shut myself off from like all these worth, not worthless, but like friendships that didn't bring me any value. Like if I was friends with someone, but it was only bringing me negative feelings and negative things, like I was just like, I don't want to be around that person. So I think that I just kind of sat back with myself and I was like, if this person has a positive impact in my life, I'm going to keep them in my life. But if they don't and they're just not doing anything for me and they're kind of bringing me down in certain ways, I'm not going to be friends with them. And that's when I kind of realized I do prefer quality over quantity. So I definitely have a smaller group of friends um, in different – like I've had three girlfriends my whole entire life. Like when I say my whole entire life, I mean since the day I was born, I have been friends with these three girls. And those are like girls I will always be friends with. And I have made new friends that I've only been friends with for a few years, but I still consider my best friends and my sisters. But I definitely prefer having a smaller group of close friends. But I think I'm also opening up out of my shell a lot more and wanting to be friends with more people still. I feel like I'm still like, I still want to make more friends in school and reach out a little bit. So I definitely have a small group of friends. So that is also a correct assumption. I hope you guys enjoyed this little assumptions about me thing that I did. I've done introduction Q and A's and, you know, little things about me and answered questions about myself, but I thought it would be cool to see what you guys thought about me and then kind of answer them and tell you if they're true or not. So thank you so much for listening to the first episode of 25 Days of Eve. We have 24 more to go. So I'm super excited to start this journey with you. And if you're going through it with me, I'm so happy that you're doing this. I think it'd be really cool to add a goal to these podcasts. Like every time you listen to this podcast, clean your room or go for a walk or make a smoothie or cook a meal and just have your headphones in and listen to this episode so that we could kind of, you feel like you're on FaceTime with a friend. So I think that that could be a really cool challenge to do while you listen to these episodes because I know that's what I love doing. I've never seen a vlogmas for podcasts. So I think that this is a really cool concept and that it could really help you guys out. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's first episode of 25 Days at Eve and I will talk to you tomorrow.